Welcome to Seed Time Living. This is where we help you transform your financial life using timeless biblical principles. I'm your host, Bob Loddick, and I'm so glad to have you here today. I'm kind of excited because we're talking about something I love talking about. I went on a sabbatical a couple years ago, took an entire year off work in which we're not talking about that specifically today, but we are talking about how during that entire year, I didn't do any social media. I quit social media, I quit news consumption, and we're talking about some of the kind of life-changing benefits that I discovered by doing this. And then we're also talking a little bit about how like to re-enter the real world after that phase. So these are eight lessons, things that I learned during that phase that were very eye-opening to me. Some of them were very surprising. Some of them I was kind of hoping for. And yeah, so it was just a little bit different than I expected, but I hope you find this to be an encouragement to you. With that, let's get to it. So this was in 2017. Uh, I was taking a one-year sabbatical from work, which we won't get into now. We've done it on some other videos, talked about that a little bit. But during that time, I decided this would be a perfect time to take a sabbatical from social media. And so that's what we did. So let's get into some of these lessons and then we can kind of dive into some of the more of the details a little bit later. First lesson was that I was more present with pretty much everything in my life. I felt more present with you. I felt mm -hmm. more present with our kids. I felt more present with even hobbies and things that I just enjoyed doing. I felt like I could actually soak in and just really enjoy them a little bit more. Yeah. And I felt more present with God in my prayer life. That's a good benefit. Just everything, I was just more present. And it was a very refreshing feeling. And we'll talk a little bit more about these other ones. Yeah. Uh, well, and we were, we met a couple of months ago, we met a guy who, oh, I can't remember. Do you remember what his job is? Mm -mm. He has credentials. But anyway, <laughs> um, one of the things he was telling us was one of the things that builds the most anxiety in us is not being present. And so he was instructing us kind of like when we're getting that feeling of like, <laughs> he said, just stop and like, start breathing and like, notice your surroundings. Like what is happening around you? Like, are your kids running around? Um, yeah. How does your body feel? Are you sitting? Are you standing? Are the birds chirping? Is it raining? You know, whatever that is. And that was kind of insightful for me to like, stop the anxiety from just like crowding in. Cause a lot of times that's just when our brains are in a million places at once. Don't yeah, you think? Exactly. So next lesson I learned was that it wasn't nearly as awkward as I thought it would be. Cause like going into this, like you might think too, like if I took a year off social media, like I'd lose all my friends, no one who know, know who I am anymore. And it would just be really socially awkward because social media is a part of social yeah. interaction. Now it's like, you know, when it was a novelty 15 years ago, it was a little bit different, but now it's part of the social fabric of our society. Mm -hmm. I was really nervous about that, but it wasn't nearly as weird as I thought. You know, I kind of thought this is like the equivalent of, you know, going out in the woods and just becoming a hermit or a recluse <laughs> and just living all by yourself. But it just didn't really feel like that. And I think the reason it didn't feel like that is because I still was spending time socially with friends, but it felt more real. It felt more like authentic. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, like some of these things, I don't know why it felt like the way that it did, but I'm just recalling how I felt from this period. But it just made those friendships feel deeper and and maybe it's a matter of... Well, do you keep... I keep up with people on social media, which is helpful sometimes, 
But also it's like you get a totally different story from people when you hear it from their mouths rather than when you read it on social yeah. media. And yeah. I bet that has something I, I, yeah, to do Yeah, that very it. well could be part of it. And it might have also just been that I wasn't keeping up with people then. And so when I did get a chance to talk to them, it just felt richer. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. It's interesting. Third lesson was that life goes on just fine <laughs> without me. Things changed, but they didn't change nearly as much as I thought they would. The main reason I did this for a year while I was taking that sabbatical was that a lot of our social media is part of our business and part mm-hmm. of there's a necessity to it to some extent for for what we're doing as whatever YouTubers and blogger and podcaster or whatever like this is just part of what we need to be doing. From the business component, I just thought a year is like forever in the internet and so I was just kind of nervous that everything was going to pass me by and everything was going to be different when I got back. And it wasn't that much different, you know? I thought that I would kind of be like woefully out of touch with everything, but not that much changed. It was just really kind of interesting. Like from the end of this year to the beginning of this year with the entire year in between, so much was the same. And so many things were really, really similar. And it reminded me of this quote that I've heard that people often um, or always overestimate what they can get done in a year, but underestimate what they can do in five years. And I think it's kind of the same idea where it's like in one year, yeah, a lot can change, no doubt. We've had years where a whole lot has changed, but Mm -hmm. most times not that much changes. Over the course of five years, like our lives have looked radically different. Um, Five years ago, we were living in St. Louis. Yeah, like our life is so much different than it was five years ago, you know? (laughs) It's pretty crazy. And so that was just really eye-opening to me. All right. Next lesson was that it helped me feel better about myself. I, you know, I'm a three on the Enneagram. And for any of you who are familiar with the Enneagram know how this works. Like part of my struggle as a three when I'm not healthy, when I'm not connected to God the way I should be and just kind of defaulting to the wrong stuff is needing social approval and caring too much about what other people think and all this stuff. I think everyone deals with that to a degree. I think it's just stronger. Yeah, I think it's just amplified for threes. But ultimately, I felt a whole lot better about myself for this entire year because I wasn't on this treadmill, like a lot of us are, where we're on social media and we're just seeing this highlight reel of everybody's stuff and it just makes us feel bad about our stuff. Mm -hmm. It It makes it feel like, man we got a great house until I look at Instagram and I start seeing everybody else's and so and just all of that that kind of comes with it. And so I was just feeling better with my own kind of self-esteem, feeling more comfortable on my own skin, more content, more thankful for what I had. It just felt good. It just felt good. Just by you not know? looking. And that's one of the things that I've always, uh, I mean, really probably the last five, seven years, just really disliked about social media is I don't go spend an hour on social media. Like I can't think of a single time ever in my life. And I feel like way better when I'm done. <laughs> it's kind of like eating a big bag of Doritos or M&Ms or something where it's like, feels it tastes really good. good. I feel like I can't stop. Can't stop. <laughs> but by the end of it, it's like, I don't really feel better than what I started, you know? <laughs> kind of how I felt watching Tiger King too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Number five oh, okay, was okay. that, it, this is kind of tied into it, but it brought a whole lot more peace into my life even beyond the kind of highlight reel, everybody else's highlight reel, there's also a lot of stuff, as we all know, especially right now, a lot of stress-inducing news that is just kind of shared on social media. A lot of 
arguments, fights, and just a lot of stuff that creates stress and like tension and angst, you know? Mm -hmm. And so just by eliminating that and just not having a daily dose of that or a regular dose of that, like I just walked around more peaceful and just felt just so much more peace. And so that was something I was really, really loving. Next on the list was that I had a lot more time (laughs) and I just had no idea how much time I was wasting on social media and you know, and not every time each one of us gets on social media, we're we're not wasting our time. I mean, I don't think you're wasting your time right now, kind of biased, but uh, you know, or if you're creating something to help people, but the reality is that most of us spend most of our time on social media just consuming, just passively consuming. Mm-mm, not me. Not you. Not me. Okay. <laughs> Except her. Um, so that's what most of us do. We just passively consume. We just passively scroll, yeah. you know, and double tap stuff. And, you know, and when you eliminate that, uh, yeah, there's just so much time. And, uh, you know, I've seen different stats showing how much time we all spend on our thing. And uh, we check Instagram 17 times a day and all these things. And that adds up to a lot of time in which yeah. that does a couple other things. And, you know, what can you do with all that time when you don't have that? And I can think of a whole lot of things. Well, yeah, and there's a lot of people, well, most people are like, I don't have enough time. It's interesting (laughs) that if we deleted social media, how much more time we would have. I mean, I wonder. Yeah, no, and that was one of the things that was just so fascinating to me that all I had to do was delete these two apps off my phone and suddenly, boom, I have a lot more time. Which ones Um, did you delete, by the way? For me, during this whole social media thing, and everybody's you know different but for mm-hmm. me it was uh instagram facebook just deleted them both off i never really do anything with twitter anyway so that wasn't really a temptation but those two i find then, that if when i deleted instagram off my phone i was like well i'll just go find a different platform i'm like i'll just fill my time with something else yeah. i'll escape in a different way well yeah so for me so what that would have been track. what that would have been was like news so i like mm-hmm. staying up on the news and seeing what's going on and so I also deleted off of the news apps just oh, so I wouldn't wow. be tempted to do that there as well. Go. But, and that leads me to the next point, was that it was way easier to get into the Word because all of those default kind of things yeah. that I went to when I pick up my phone are now gone. And I intentionally put the Bible app right there, front and center, and mm-hmm. kind of threw everything else in folders so that I'm staring right at that. That is the the easiest point of contact. The least amount of friction is going directly to the Bible. Yeah. As a result, I just got into the Bible more, and which is great, you know. So I have more time, and I'm getting more in the Word. I'm uh, eliminating stress and having more peace and feeling better about myself. Like, all the stuff, it was just so good and so yeah. just good for me as a person. Mm-hmm. Which, this morning, I went to grab my phone first thing in the morning. Okay, we all do it. Don't judge me. <laughs> but I went to grab my phone, and last night before I went to bed, I read some word because I really needed to. And I woke up this morning and the Bible app was already open on my phone. And this is just another idea, mm, practical tip. It was idea. already open on my phone. And I was like, that's so when a you, way better idea. I'm so just going to do that. So when you unlocked it, it was just sitting there? It was just sitting there. That is a great idea. I didn't think about that. I know. So that that's a good, I mean, I did it on accident, but I think that that is a great little Hack. Yeah, just have it sitting there. Mm-hmm. Force you to see it first. I love yeah, because there's so many times when you open up your phone to do something, and then something else is already open, and you get lost in that. That happens mm-hmm. to me all the time for Instagram. Yeah, uh, okay. and then the last one on the list is just that there's so much less brain clutter. Mm-hmm. I felt like I could think clearly, and 
I don't know how to perfectly kind of describe what this felt like for me, but it's kind of like when you have a really messy kitchen or maybe a really messy desk and it's just hard to get stuff done. It's hard to think clearly because stuff is just piled up everywhere yeah. and it's it's just hard to function like that, at least for me. And I know the kitchen is for you. For me, yeah. And a lot of things are like that for me. I like, I like uncluttered. Yeah. No, we both do. And and there's just something about that that allowed me to operate just better. Like I mm-hmm. could just think clear. I, I could, yeah, just generate ideas again. It was just eliminating yeah. that mental, that digital clutter, all that noise. And it just really helped. So those are my like eight big takeaways. I'm sure there were a bunch more, but those are the ones that I came up with that mm-hmm. really were beneficial for me. And um, here's what I would love for you to do. I'd love for you to try this and, you know, don't go a year. <laughs> I mean, unless you want to go a year. To, yeah. But um, but yeah, but I think you can get some of all of these benefits just for a couple of days. And so I think that'd be an interesting. Or one day. Yeah. I feel Even like one day. day is interesting. Yeah. I mean, just trying just, something yeah. with this, do a little experiment and see or, how it goes for you. Yeah. Can we even just break it down? Like to some people that feels really overwhelming. What if it's an hour? What if it's just during dinner time? So I hope you found that helpful. Pass this along to someone who needs it. There are honestly so many of us are struggling with this where we're just too consumed with social media and just have too much of it going on in our lives. And so I encourage you to create some sort of fast for yourself, you know, so even if it's just one day, like do something, create some sort of fast, break away, see if you can experience some of these benefits just by doing that and pray about doing a much longer fast. You know, if that's a week or if that's an entire month, I would encourage you to pray about that because the life-changing power from doing this, it's, it's life-changing. It's absolutely worth it. I've never heard anyone say that they regretted doing a fast like this. So just keep that in mind and pass it along to some people who you know might need this, who are real addicts, you know? So be blessed, be blessing, and we'll see you next time.